Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! Normally, this is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we would talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, but since we're in the midst of a global pandemic, we're going to talk about what we've been watching here at the house while we're locked down under quarantine. Yep. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about a pair of video game adaptations. The first is 1993's Super Mario Brothers, starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. After that, we'll be talking about this year's Sonic the Hedgehog adaptation, starring Jim Carrey and James Marsden. Uh, before we get into these, I should point out, like, this is not a subgenre with a very strong track record in terms yeah. of creative quality. And I'm thinking of movies like Tomb Raider. Assassin's Creed. Yes. <laughs> Max Payne, some Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. There's just, I mean, so many bad movies that for one reason or, or another, they couldn't translate what worked in the game onto the movie screen. Yeah, I don't know why that is, because it's kind of like the storyline's kind of laid out for you. It has to be some kind of approximation of the game, and not all games are going to lend themselves to good movies. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could also be because video games, I mean, you get a whole lot of entertainment from a game. You get the gameplay, you get the storyline, and games themselves have gotten pretty sophisticated in terms of, like, the, the cinematic quality. Yeah. So, I... I heard that they're maybe making a movie called Uncharted. Well, oh, yeah, they've based been trying. on the Uncharted game. They've been trying to make that. Oh, just to let you guys know, I'm kind of a gamer. I like my Assassin's Creed games. Well, I was going to ask you, you, before talking about Super Mario, have, have you played the Super Mario games? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally that. was we were just, just playing, playing them. Yeah. <laughs> on our little Super Nintendo. Yes, I was just You played playing Super Mario. Them. I think I like the regular a one a little bit more. Well, you're I mean, just playing I Super just, Mario World. We weren't playing like a, a fancy one. That's one of the early ones. I know. And I died like 20 times. They're not easy. I mean, you got to have some skills. And I think the remote <laughs> the control thumbs. wasn't working with me. So, hmm. mm, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you're a fan of the game. Of course. I mean, most people are. They're just, they're fun. My, just brother platformers. Was all, my brother was so good at these games and I just loved watching him play. Yeah. Like it was, it was a treat to see him like game. He got into it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I was, as a kid, I was more of a, a Sega Genesis guy. But, of course, I mean, Nintendo has a lot of great characters. And, you know, Super Mario, he's he's like the Nintendo mascot. Yeah. Just like Sonic the Hedgehog is kind of the, the Sega mascot. Yeah. Is Sega still a company? I don't know. They're not, I don't, they're not making hardware anymore. No, I don't, I don't think so. They're not making consoles. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so Super Mario Brothers, this was one of the first big Hollywood adaptations of a major video game property, and uh, the IMDb plot summary reads, two Brooklyn plumbers, Mario and Luigi, must travel to another dimension to rescue a princess from the evil dictator King Koopa and stop him from taking over the world. Yeah. That's, that's the IMDb plot summary. This movie has a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it was a doozy. <laughs> and when it came out, it made about $18 million off of about a $50 million budget. Ooh. <laughs> so this was a huge bomb in the summer of 93. Summer of 93, you know, that's when Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. There's a whole lot of dinosaur action 
in this movie. Like, I don't quite understand the whole dinosaur parallel universe. Like, the Super Mario games weren't about dinosaurs, were they? So, it was... so It didn't, didn't take place in a dinosaur world. No, no. So but what, how can they get... I mean, King Koopa is a dinosaur. Right. So, that's how they had to incorporate some kind of dinosaur into, like, what King Koopa is. Yeah. Let, there, we get a little prologue. And let me just read this paragraph from Wikipedia, because it sums it up, I think, better than you or I could. Uh, about 65 million years ago, a meteorite crashes into the Earth, killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions. The surviving dinosaurs cross into a new dimension and evolve into a humanoid race. In the present, a mysterious woman leaves a large egg, along with a rock, at a Catholic orphanage. But as she attempts to leave, she is accosted by King Koopa, who demands the location of the rock. Rocks then fall onto the woman, killing her. The egg then hatches, containing an infant girl. Yes. This is a prologue. Yes. So, yeah, that's a lot of information to kind of take in, you know, in like the opening moments of this film. There's a parallel universe. There's a race that evolved from dinosaurs. Yep. And there's a mysterious rock slash MacGuffin that controls the, the, the two universes well, or something it, that it, King Koopa has. Okay, so it's the meteorite is still in the second dimension. Sure. So, and a piece of that meteorite was taken out. From Koopa. From Koopa. By from, Koopa. Well, no, I think it was by um, the mother, by Daisy's mom. Who dies. Who dies, and this is why she dies. Okay. After she gives Daisy and the rock to humans in the other dimension okay and so yeah that all that happens yeah in like the opening two or three minutes and after that we're introduced to mario and luigi they're two brooklyn plumbers they're played by bob hoskins and john leguizamo yeah that's probably the best thing about this movie just the casting yeah these two guys as these characters that works that's about where this movie's fidelity to the game starts and stops <laughs> i would say <laughs> nothing else beyond these two characters really resembles the game no would you say no not at all so they didn't even use the music like dun, 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 you know i, like, I mean <laughs> it's a very distinct mario everybody knows trying to adapt a game like super mario into a live action movie is not an easy challenge that you've set for yourself but there's things that you can use you know, like the warp pipes, you know, like the magic mushrooms that make you big, like, you know, take a flower and you shoot fireballs. This movie ignores all of that to make it just kind of resemble like a junky Hollywood action movie. They do have Yoshi. And he's just like a little dinosaur. Yeah, a little pet dinosaur. Right. I guess, yeah, that's it's sort been mistreated. of... I think that's why I avoided this as a kid because like I looked at the ads, I looked at like all the marketing materials and just the way the characters looked... It didn't resemble the game at all. And I'm like, what the hell is this? (laughs) And this is, yeah, this movie doesn't really have any respect for the source material. And apparently Nintendo just really gave them total control or complete creative license to do what they want. And they just, I mean, they they made it like a junky Hollywood action movie. Well, you have that, but you also have Daisy's father. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. 
But no, first, I mean, we we established these two plumbers, and they're really hard up for work. Yeah. Right? Like he They gets need a, all the money that they could get. He and... gets a call that, like, someone's dishwasher is broken, and he's, like, he's doing backflips for excitement because it means that they're going to get a check. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how hard up they are. And so, yeah, they have some sort of competition from, like, a, a, a mob construction company. Yeah. Uh, is some sort of nonsense. And then uh, we meet Samantha Mathis. She She's Daisy. Yep. As an adult. And she and John Leguizamo get some sort of romance going. Just kind of instantly they fall in love. It's kind of like... They meet. And like yeah. instantly he's chasing after her. Yeah. Like he follows her. She gets like pulled into this alternate dinosaur dimension. Dino Hatton. I mean, he technically <laughs> swiped right. I feel like I'm going crazy talking <laughs> about the plot of this movie. And she gets kidnapped, I think, by like... Koopa's goons. Yeah, Koopa's uh, henchmen. One of them is Spike. I know that. Spike and Iggy. They take her uh, because Koopa wants the rock. Yeah, he wants the meteorite. He wants wants the meteorite. And, I mean, you know, Mario and Luigi follow her into this alternate dimension. Now we're in Dino Hatton. Yeah. This is like, I mean, Dino Hatton is like if Tim Burton directed uh, like a Blade Runner remake. It's kind of what this <laughs> looks like. That's true. And it's, again, like nothing from a design point of view resembles the game. Yeah. And the game gives you so much to work with. And they just, they abandon it again to just make this kind of like noisy action movie. And I mean, there's some gross elements in this in terms, uh, there's a lot of like fungus. Yeah, there's a lot this of world. fungus. I have written in my notes here snot trampolines. Yes. People are jumping around on snot trampolines. Yes. And I think the real peak of like what the hell grotesqueness is Daisy's dad. He's the scientist yeah. or something, right? Who got kidnapped. And he was. Daisy's dad was the old leader before Koopa. Koopa overturned him. He overtook him, and then he de-evolved him into a fungus. Into a fungus, And yeah. when I say fungus, it's really just a giant pile of snot. Yeah. It, stuck all, to the ceiling. But it's all over the place. Like, the, like it Dripping from the ceiling. Over. A giant yeah. wad of snot dripping from the ceiling. And characters have conversations with this. Yeah. I wasn't hallucinating that, was I? <laughs> no. That actually happened. Like, these actors, <laughs> Bob Hoskins, respected actor, is having a conversation with... <laughs> Like a prosthetic of snot <laughs> up on a ceiling. I think the fungus is trying to help us. <laughs> it is. Uh, isn't there a line like trust the fungus? Yeah. Or it is. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they, you know, revealing that the fungus was um, Daisy's dad. Who's played by Lance Henriksen here yeah. in a random, they, random cameo. Yeah. Then they put two and two together that the fungus was actually trying to help them out. <laughs> trust the fungus. He's trying to help me. You know. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I can't believe we watched this. I can't believe this movie got made. It's a it's a legendary bomb. Yeah. Just critically reviled, financial, money loser. We couldn't even find this in HD. Like, we watched no, this off yeah. of a standard definition DVD. <laughs> That's how little the producers care <laughs> about preserving this movie. <laughs> Aww. John Leguizamo, he's, he's doing fine. Bob Hoskins, a, a great actor. I felt bad for Bob Hoskins yeah. watching this. But he's been in a bunch. I mean, he's a great, res- just respected character actor. Didn't he pass away? He, he did, did, yeah, right? a few years yeah. ago. But uh, yeah, he's slumming it here, and I hope he got a good check. The, this the, movie was awful. It's not good. Yeah, let me just uh, try and describe the ending, again from Wikipedia, because I'm not sure quite how to describe it. But from Wikipedia, 
Koopa, now transformed into a ferocious, semi-humanoid Tyrannosaurus, attempts to kill the Mario Brothers, but they destroy him once and for all by transforming him into an actual Tyrannosaurus Rex, which is too intense for him to live through, and instead turns him into a primeval slime. That, that That's what happens? That's what happens? <laughs> Something like that happens. I remember him transforming. Like... Yeah, I guess so. That that was after they did they did put the meteorite, the rock back in. Because I don't know how the hell to describe it. And that's that's a better job than I can do. Yeah. But that, what I just read, that's visualized in some form on screen. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I think this movie was so outlandish <laughs> that we couldn't really like follow it. It was hard to, you know, follow it and like, because I felt like I lost some brain cells. It's, yeah, it's. While watching it. It's, it, it's hard to watch. It's, yeah, there's not much to really latch on to in this movie. It's just like a noisy, yeah. messy, cacophonous disaster. And when you told me that this was the same year as Jurassic Park, I'm same like, Same summer. Oh Jurassic my Park came out just God. a few weeks. Jurassic Park was so, such a better movie with more. Um, suspense well I, I'm just saying like when it comes to the dinosaurs when it comes to the animation the well not the animation but the um, the puppets yeah I mean but this still so much better the Super Mario Brothers I mean this is an ambitious movie still clearly I mean a, a, a lot of action a lot of effects a lot of money is on the screen but just the design choices were bad all throughout, we're making some bad design yeah. choices. And like the Goombas, yeah. they're like... Oh, God. Oh, my God. Like the, uh, giant bodies yeah. in these like trench coats with like yeah. these tiny lizard heads. Like oh what, are, what like, is, is happening? Awful, awful, it's awful. nightmarish. I remember seeing seeing these images as a kid and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this movie is. Do you know what would be a cool idea is if they made uh, Mario and Luigi kind of like Rick and Ralph? Sure. You mean like animated? Like stylistic wise, like Wreck and Ralph and um, yeah. A- animated form. Yeah. Yeah. I think they are developing that. I think Ill- Illumination Studios, the Secret Life of Pets people, I believe they are developing an animated Super Mario movie. I would be down to see that. I, I think that's really the only way to properly To probably adapt do this. it right. I mean. You still need yeah. some kind of story. But in terms of like just not making it nightmarish to look at. Animation is really the only way to do this. And that's, I I mean, sometimes that's just how it is. So yeah, Mario and Luigi, they end up back in Brooklyn. They, they save the day. They travel back through, but Daisy, she stays back or something. Yeah. She stays behind. That's her kingdom. Sure. And her dad is alive. And so she and her dad can rule together. Well, yeah, they change her dad back. But you better believe we're going to leave the door open for a sequel. Oh, yeah. Right? And 25 years after? Well, no. Doesn't she come back at the very end? She's like, guys, I need you. And then like, we cut to credits. Yes. And there you go. So, yeah. I mean, that's... Definitely not a date movie. This was... (laughs) Here's a question. Which is worse? Like, which is harder to watch? This or Cats? Ooh. Like, yeah. No, this was fine. Cats was worse. Cats was worse. Yeah. Okay. Cats was way worse. Way worse. I yeah. feel like they're kind of in the same, like, I mean, what in yeah, the hell Mario was, was I mean, there was some, you know, I mean, it was, 
This is a movie you kind of have to see to believe. Yeah. It's, if I you're... Mean, you, yeah, I think it's one of those movies where you go into it knowing that it sucks, but go into it knowing that it sucks. Because yeah. well, it is... Of course, is... yeah. No one's telling you that, like, this is a great masterpiece. But <laughs> like, no, get your like, expectations smoke some up. weed, you know, <laughs> order some pizza, get drunk. I mean, get you out, know, of your, out of your mind. Out of your mind wasted. to yeah. watch this. Like, and, one, or, one or two And then I think sips. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll get through it. I don't yeah. know if you'll enjoy it. <laughs> Do we want to give grades? I mean, ugh, a, a, a D. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a D. This is, this is a this solid D, D film. I just, yeah, I wish, you know, just being like a junky, noisy action movie is one thing. I, I wish, like, so many of the aesthetic choices weren't gross. Yeah. Like, cl- like literal close-ups of, like, wet, dripping snot Ugh. going on in this movie. Um, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. The IMDb plot summary reads, After discovering a small, blue, fast hedgehog, a small-town police officer must help it defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on it. And that pretty much sums up the movie. What what experiments... (laughs) is Jim Carrey trying to do on this? I know he wants to catch it, but I what mean, does he want to do with dissect it? Dissect it? And, like, and do what? I mean, his his power is unlimited energy. He's an unlimited energy source. He just, he wants the energy source. He wants the energy. He wants to figure out how to harness it okay. and, and how to develop that energy where he can do it without the hedgehog. Got it. Why doesn't he just try teaming up with the hedgehog and not capturing it and doing experiments? Because the government wanted that energy. Right, and this yeah. movie, we're we're supposed to believe that Doctor Robotnik is an employee of the government military. Yes, <laughs> even though he completely operates as a lone entity. Yeah, the entire movie. I mean, he's he's a renegade, quote unquote, scientist. So what happened? That was a stretch. Yeah. So what happened is, I think you know, obviously Sonic is in the human world now. This is in like Green Hills, Alabama, Montana. <laughs> That's a nod to the game, Green yeah. Hill Zone. That's like the first zone yeah. in the game. I was going to ask you, have, have you played Sonic the Hedgehog? I have, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a fun yeah. game. I it mean, those good. original ones on the Genesis, Yeah, awesome. Love I did like I did like that a lot, the Sega Genesis. My brother yeah. played it more than I did. If you had a Genesis, if you, <laughs> you and your brother had some issues. <laughs> when if it came you, to video games, yeah. If you had a, a Genesis, yeah. I mean, 99% chance you had Sonic as well, and you were playing Sonic, and you were a fan. And, yeah, I mean, I didn't really get into, like... I mean, he made so many games. I didn't get to, to like, some of the later ones, but those original, like, three or four on the Genesis, I was all about it. Played them, played them up. Well, I mean, and, and this movie actually did Sonic well. I thought they made him well. He was in, you know, human world. I thought the animation was good. Let me let me show you something. And I mean, good thing you bring that up. On the left, that's how he looked originally. 
And oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this movie was famously delayed after debuting the trailer, which featured a different, more realistic design of Sonic. It was rejected yeah. vocally by fans. They were like, get this nightmare out of our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Because that's scary. He's got teeth. Like yeah. Human teeth. Like, what is going on? So that's an example of the importance of character design, especially when you're adapting from a visual medium, yeah. like a video game or a comic book. I mean, if you're going to take liberties, like... Well, because Sonic didn't It's need, a risk. He didn't need to be realistic because He's he a cartoon. Com- well, he a comes blue hedgehog. From, he comes from a different world. Yeah. So it's not like he needs to be realistic from, you know... Absolutely not. U.S. animal perspective. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And yeah, this movie does, I guess, posit him as an alien from yes. another world. Yes. And he travels... Through dimensions, through his rings. Through his rings, yeah. And his that mu- was that was an interesting way for it kind of sets it up. Interesting. Well, because in I, in I the game, I wanted to see more of those other worlds. Yeah, but the games, you know, he's collecting his rings. Like that's what yeah. you do is you collect the rings. So it made it an interesting concept that they use the rings as a form as a portal. of portal. Yeah, that was interesting. One thing that was a little strange: his mom is an owl. Or his... I don't think his mom... I think the owl was like Yoda <laughs> in that world. He's raised by an owl. Yeah. Str- that's strange. That's a interesting touch. That doesn't come up anywhere else in the movie. He's just raised by an owl <laughs> before traveling dimensions. Well, and, they, and, you know, she told him <laughs> how, you know, that his power, people are going to want it, um, that he's always going to need to be on the run, and... That's why he's got to go fast. That's why he's got to go fast. And yeah, we get glimpses of the world, his other dimension that he's from. And it looks design-wise similar to some of the levels from the video game. You see him like doing like loop-de-loops. And that's why kind of, you know, definitely definitely in hindsight, I wish we got more of that. More of that side of things. Yeah. Than like him palling around with James Marsden in his car. I don't know. I feel different. Overall, what, what did you think of this movie? I liked it. Yeah, it's not terrible. It was cute. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate it. I'm just I, I I feel like on the imagination level, it's a little low, and there's other things that it could have exploited in terms of giving it more imagination. I mean, a big bulk of this movie is Sonic sitting in the passenger seat with a seatbelt on, just riding shotgun with James Marsden. That's a big part of this. Yeah. And the shenanigans between <laughs> the two of them. I'm he just saying they're leaving a little a bit on. I mean, they're they leaving get a little bit fights. on the table. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that he wants to do before he has to leave the. It's kind of playing by a standard like buddy road movie playbook. Yeah, I thought it was cute. It's yeah, it's it's better than you would expect if you yeah. have low expectations. Yeah, this movie. I did have low expectations. Well, after I watching be, yeah. Super Mario Brothers, I mean, this is. This is probably one of the best uh, video game movies out there. Uh, I was going to get into um, the, the Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 64% fresh on there, and it made over $300 million worldwide uh, since opening earlier this year. So on paper, it, it looks like this movie kind of has broken the video game curse, yeah. if you want to call it that. And yeah, this is um, one of the first just straight-up successes Yeah, uh, in terms of... These adaptations. I I will say, you know, obviously, you know, Jim Carrey. I mean, he brings he's in, he brings he's in full nineties Jim Carrey. He mode. really is he's very and, over the top. 
But it's it's okay in a movie like this. In a movie it, like this, yeah, it fits. I mean, it fits in this in this movie. I just, but I, I wish he was funnier. <laughs> like I wish that yeah. there was more. He had better like, material to work with. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective coming out. Yeah. I don't know. He, yeah, there aren't a lot of like big laugh out loud moments. He's mostly just weird and over the top, and that brings its own energy yeah. to the movie. He has one funny moment. Like he's like screaming at the guy. He gave him like a coffee or something. Yeah. He's like, he's like I love the way you make it. And he's screaming <laughs> it angrily. It's, it's yeah. He just needs some good lines, and like Jim Carrey can can deliver it. Can, can he do just it. needs the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish the material was a little better. Um, but this movie leaves some hope for a sequel. Uh, oh, it does. Could, could improve it, in certain ways. There, there was a little bonus at the end. Oh, little stinger. <laughs> There's a couple little like singer scenes, but yeah, like the the second singer is an introduction to Tails. Yeah, just like swooping in from the sky. Yeah. He's got to help Sonic. <laughs> I don't know what he's helping Sonic with. He's just going to join up with them. But Tails look pretty good. I think he was try. He was going to be bringing Sonic back. Is that it? I think okay. that's it. He was trying to find Sonic to bring him back. Well, yeah. The implication seems like in the sequel, we're going to see more of those alternate worlds, yeah. hopefully. And that's what I want to see more of. But yeah, Tails looked good. And from a design yeah. point of view, Tails looked like Tails. And Sonic, I think, it, it, like we said, from a design point of view, Sonic looks pretty good. And I think the visual effects overall are pretty good. Yeah. The movie uses its elements to its advantage. I don't know if I would call this a good... Like a good movie, but it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I don't know if it's good, but it's it's I mean, enjoyable. Your kids will love it. I mean, this is a good. Yeah, this is this is a good family kid friendly. Unlike Super Mario Brothers, yeah, which presumably is aimed at kids. Like, I mean, if I can imagine parents taking their kids to Super Mario Brothers in 1993 and being like, what, "Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> this is not appropriate for kids." Uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog is. Yeah. It's a, it is a good family movie. It's a good, just straightforward, pleasant family movie. And yeah, I think the most important thing is that they, they get Sonic right. He's uh, lonely. He yeah. Feel, Sonic feels so... He's just lonely, and he's just been on his own, and he's just a teenager. And he's, he's, voiced, he's a little guy. He's voiced by Ben Schwartz. Yeah. He's doing Who the did voice a good work. job. Well, yeah. At one point, you're like, man, Sonic's kind of annoying. Well, And yeah. he is. And then at another but point, I'm, I'm like, like, Sonic's kind of cute. And he's that, too. He's yeah. kind of cute, and he's annoying. But then I'm like, okay, well, I was annoying as a teenager, too. So right. it kind of fits. And the movie, I mean, that's part of the point. I mean, the movie is yeah. calling out that he's like an like, annoying chatterbox. Yeah, so he, he'll shut up. He's a kid, and he's excited. And I know lots of kids who get excited who just it, it just can't stop talking. We spent a lot of time with James Marsden and Tika Sumter. Yeah, and I don't know how interesting they are as characters. I, I didn't get a lot of like chemistry between the two of them. Not, not really. There was I'm... chemistry between Marsden and Sonic. Sure, <laughs> sure. But you have to, right? Because yeah. it's you know yeah. they're doing the buddy thing. But I didn't really get the chemistry between Marsden and his what fiance wife. One of those. I like Tika Sumter, but yeah, that that whole aspect is just just kind of. Um, She's a vet. Right. It's just like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares about these characters? But they end up making a home for Sonic and bringing him under their roof. And they make him, like, in the attic, they make him, they take what was in his cave and bring it into the is attic. It the, the attic or is it like a treehouse? It's the attic. It's the attic. 
Yeah, they replicate his cave that he had been living in yeah. uh, into their attic. And also, they have pretty good like movie night yeah. going on there. They're watching Speed. Oh, yeah. And they're watching uh, Police Academy, I believe. Or um, they're watching Naked Gun. Yeah, at another point. Yeah. So I mean they have pretty good pretty good movie date nights. <laughs> and Sonic watches like through the window. Yeah. Through a lot of it. It it, it works. It's my mild entertainment. Yeah. Just yeah, good mild entertainment. What gets Sonic upset at the beginning where he runs around the baseball stadium and he and that's when he sets off the the energy? Is he just feeling lonely? And just starts running around? Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Because he's playing baseball by himself. He's upset over his loneliness. Yeah. And so he's just running around in circles. But he doesn't realize <laughs> what he can do and what, like... And it creates a huge blackout. Yeah, and this is, I his think, energy the, force. the first time that he's and that's a- what, accessed it. that's what calls in the military. Yeah. And... Dr. Evil. Thereby, Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil, same thing. And yeah, and that's yeah. I mean, that's pretty much uh, the movie. He um he does like a spin dash at the end, yeah, which sends Doctor Robotnik back to the other dimension. Well, yeah, he pushes takes, him like through the ring or something. He pushes him through the ring to yeah. the other dimension, which is the fungi mushroom dimension where yeah. nothing grows except mushrooms. <laughs> I'm sure that was a Sonic level in one of those games, yeah. <laughs> Mushroom World. <laughs> So yeah, I appreciated that. Just the, like a lot of the little visual touches did show respect to the game, yeah, and to the source material, and uh, that helps. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Like with Super Mario Brothers, they could have just made like a dumb action movie with Dennis Hopper as the villain, and it would have been fine. Like if you're going to use the name of something, especially something with very set, distinct visual design and aesthetics. You need to like approximate those in some form, and uh, see. I think that's Sonic what, is successful at that. That's what didn't work with Assassin's Creed too, right? Because Assassin's Creed, he was in a simulator. I mean, I guess that's kind of how it, it is in the game, but it's not. It spent too much time in the simulation yeah, world, and and from not what I remember. Time as an assassin, I blocked a lot of that movie out. But yeah, when it was like in assassin mode, yeah. in the virtual world, it was it was better. It was yeah. watchable, but it's that was just a small percentage. Yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like glimpses. And it was I, I, too small. You were absolutely right. So they everything didn't in this, spend enough time in the actual everything in the simulation with like Marion Cotillard. Yeah. And Michael Fassbender just like hooked up to a machine is real deadly dull. Yeah, I mean, you have Marion. How do you screw up Assassin's Creed? With, I know, and it's it's with, so with widely that talent. Like, Marion Cotillard is in it. I mean, I mean what, Michael Fassbender is great. He, you would assume he would be yeah. good in this role. I don't know what <laughs> like making a movie is not easy. No, it's not. Clearly. So. <laughs> So that's uh, and we respect all the filmmakers and sure yeah, yeah. So, I mean it's and a lot of times on these bigger movies it's not necessarily the director's fault or no. one particular person I mean you have a lot of a lot of hands in the kitchen right like it, there's a lot of focus groups involved there's pre screenings there's so many different things and so yeah a lot of things just end up compromised yeah in some form I'm assuming Assassin's Creed isn't 
didn't turn out how Michael Fassbender would have preferred. No, I thought... I have to assume. I, I would have assumed not, that, that would have been some kind of like trilogy or would have been some kind of I'm thing sh- if it was... I'm sure that's what they would have preferred from that. I mean, you could have you could have made a trilogy. Uh, of- you could have. With all of the, the games or, that they've got out there, there's so much source. Honestly, you just you, what you want to do is just kind of get rid of that whole like animus plugged in yeah. virtual thing. That's the weakest part of the game. Yeah, you don't double down on that. You get rid of that. It's true. So, anyways, that's um, I mean, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Is this a good day movie? I think it's cute. It's a, yeah. It's I mean, it's 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 I a better day movie than Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, it's a cute movie to watch at home. If you got kids, yeah. If your kids, you, you've probably already seen a this. family date night. If you have kids at home, you've probably already seen this multiple times already with your kids. <laughs> They've probably worn it out. If I was like thirteen years old, you better believe this would be like my new favorite movie. So I can imagine a lot of young kids are l- loving the hell out of this yeah. and watching it over and over. It's good, and you could do worse. It's a cute movie. Yeah, yeah. That's Sonic the Hedgehog. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya.